Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Uh, we are here. It is time for your weekly podcast, Dosed. Dosed? From your hosts with the most. Doses. Do, do, <laughs> I'm just making up words now. Uh, that's, yeah, that's fine. That's where my head is today. So, I'm Matt Peters, and uh, that's that's Lex over there. Yeah. And, uh, Hi. That's me. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna do stuff um, on the microphone. Now that sounds ambiguous. We're going to talk that, about things that you may enjoy. Yeah. Anyway, on with the show. Lex, do you think? Yes. Hey everyone, I'm Lex Lutz. Welcome, welcome to our show. Mm-hmm. I awkwardly gesture to the couch where we sit down for an interview. Anyway, <laughs> so this week. Has been a big one for pop culture news. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some stuff has been sad. Some stuff has just been fascinating. And some is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So do you want to... I, I, think, I think we both are kind of interested in the fascinating first. Yes. So let's talk about John Mulaney mm. and Olivia Munn. And this, this, so you sent me a clip this morning. I did. You were the first person to send me this, by the way. I hadn't gone on Twitter or anything like that. Oh, wow. Okay. That, uh, that John Mulaney was on Seth Meyer. Is it the, what, what's the name of his show? Late, Late Night? Night with Seth Meyers. Is yeah. that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he'd gone on Seth Meyers' show. And I do want to say, just to preface this, I think that Seth Meyers in this interview comes off great. Okay. Like, I realize that's not the focus and the intention or anything like that, but Seth Meyers just comes across as, like, a great friend and a great dude. Okay. Not that there was ever, like, any stories I've ever heard negatively about him, mm-hmm. but just, you know, knowing a little bit of his background of how he dealt with the insanity of the last year with a friend of his in his life, in addition to what we've all been dealing with in the past year, is is pretty great. I just wanted to make a little note of that. Um, it did seem like a personal <laughs> conversation. It didn't seem like an interview, yes. like a traditional interview. Like I, I think that um, Seth Meyers is still kind of in that that pandemic like filming uh, era yes, on is. his show. So yes. it's like just staff, just critical staff, and whatever guests want to want to come on. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was kind of subdued, and you know, John Mulaney wasn't really doing his shtick. He was more just talking to him and that was uh it it felt like a podcast yeah that's that's a good way and of putting I, it i i have never really seen a late night show transcend in that way in hmm. an interview yeah yeah i actually think like i don't know if seth myers if if seth myers has done more interviews like that let us know cuz i'd like to see those but i was like oh you should be doing more of this like this should be a thing in late night. If you want younger people to tune in to late night, I think you have to evolve and it has to get past the, I'm going to tell this story of how I went on vacation and then I'm going to promote my movie. And then every bit of it is scripted the end. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting though. What you're describing is, is more of a, um, it's more of a facet of like classic late night talk shows, more like a, a Merv Griffin, you know, where they just sit down 
one-on-one he invites a guest on and they have that interview and there's not much like pomp and circumstance it's just the crowd's there they might ask some questions themselves too but it's more of a just like hey let's talk about current events like you know merv griffin would have on like a martin luther king or something like that you know and they would just talk about the issues at hand and i i think um colbert does a little bit of that i mean he does a lot of wacky shit too but uh on his show at least at first and i haven't really been a dedicated watcher since he launched that's that's what i'm like any you know i watched if i've watched jimmy fallon in the past i've watched colbert i've watched conan like they all kind of do that Mm -hmm. they're unique in their own ways of the other structure of the show but when it comes to the interviews they seem to be like pretty scripted yeah I cannot watch Fallon interview anybody. I mean, it's just... I don't blame you. It's not good. No. It, it really... Even if you're a fan of the person, it's like, man, you are just pandering and just... He, he does that laugh, you know, all the time anyway. But it's like super yeah. turned up when it's somebody who's famous. I, Yeah. And I, I will say, in the only defense I will give Jimmy Fallon in this, and I completely agree with everything you just said. I can't watch it either. I think he is genuine in his in his excitement to be there sure (laughs) i think that he is always he seems like a guy who is genuinely surprised that this is his life Mm. all the time and that's kind of cool but it doesn't mean i want to watch it all the time you know yeah yeah like it's it's a temporary thing i miss um what's his name craig kilborn you know he he really stood out from the pack you know i just think that you know by the time of night uh, that he aired, people were just too tired to really, you know, give him any any uh, any views or anything like that. It was just, you know. Yeah, and I've seen Seth do interviews before, and they've been pretty good. So I'm mm-hmm. not. It's not like I didn't expect him to be good at this. He's done. He's been doing it for long enough, you know. But it was a really really good interview. Um, and most of it was Mulaney just speaking too. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, this clip was like he was on there for multiple segments, like three segments. So it was about eighteen minutes long. Um, I watched all of it. We talked about this before the show. You got busy at work and couldn't watch all of it, but that's right, fine. Right. You got got the gist of it. So, um, we've talked off and on about Mulaney mm-hmm. uh, in the past couple of well, it's it's really been a year now, but the past couple of months. It wasn't until wasn't it like December when the news broke that he was going into rehab. We didn't know yeah. that he had first gone into rehab earlier around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Last year. Well so around September he he laid out the whole timeline here. Yeah. Yeah. So and I have thoughts sept- about that too, but yeah, please let us Okay. Yeah, so he he was around September of twenty twenty, Mulaney went into rehab. Okay. Um for substance abuse. It sounds like the way he was talking about it was mostly cocaine, um, which he has talked about openly in the past, that he's been sober for a very long time, but that he has had substance abuse issues. Um, He goes to rehab in September. He said that he was clean, and then he went and did SNL. He was clean for SNL, but that immediately after it was the Halloween episode, he started doing drugs again. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I'm just going to go through this quick timeline. Somewhere, he he claims in this video, somewhere between then and December, he ends up going back into rehab in December. But in that time frame, he splits from his wife and they stage an intervention. His friends, who are like a a room they were talking about in this, this clip, a room full of comedians like Fred Armisen 
and Seth Meyers, all, like all of these hilarious people were all dead serious in a room hmm. giving him an, a staged intervention. Did he mention so, Pete Davidson being there at all? I'm, I'm just curious. <laughs> um, I don't think so. He only mentioned by name Fred, um, which he, he said, <laughs> he said once, once Fred Armisen was serious yeah. with him, that he was like, oh, fuck, make this stop. I'll go uh, to rehab. Wow. He was like, yeah. no, I can't deal with this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Because because he said it, Fred like the way that they understand his comedy and his bits and he's always doing bits he's mm-hmm. always funny yeah when he was dead serious like I'm I'm concerned about you it freaked Mulaney out it really did um <laughs> Seth Meyers was there I think Seth Meyers it sounds like was one of the people leading this to happen yeah uh, so that was December he went back into rehab he has been clean since then okay. He got out of rehab, I think he said January, right? They made a joke about the the riots. He was still in either rehab or a halfway house because he also lived in a halfway house for some time Mm -hmm. um, after getting out of rehab. At some point, he met, reconnected with, he had met her years ago at Seth Meyers' wedding, ironically, Olivia Munn. Yeah. He reconnected with her. There has been a rumor, and I don't know if this is true, that they reconnected in church. Um, which I would understand that you would become closer to your faith in that time. Sure. And and now, and I had sent you a video, or I'm sorry, uh, pictures a couple days ago. I was like, Olivia Munn looks pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks pregnant, but none of the reports were saying that. Right. And there's a good reason for that, which is we should not be saying things like that about women. Like, we really shouldn't. Until they confirm whether they're pregnant or not, we shouldn't be speculating on that because there are medical conditions, there's weight loss and weight gain, there's all kinds of stuff involved. We really should not be commenting on that. Even from, like, a a very base level, any man worth his salt should know at this point (laughs) of, of, of our history. You never assume. (laughs) No. <laughs> you never no, no, no. assume. But I will say between Matt and I, I sent him that and I was like, she's pregnant. I'm calling it like this is that is pregnancy. That is not. I am a woman. I bloat from PMS. I wear baggy clothes. I have lot like I've had lots of looks. I have never looked that way. Okay. You know, that 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 tighter belly is what it is like where you're just like she is not only pregnant, but quite far along. Man. It looks like um, they did not disclose how far along she is. Right. right so right. <clears throat> did you watch the point of the video where he announced the pregnancy? Yeah, because that was actually on the news this morning as well. That was on uh, yes. the Today Show. So I, a couple of notes, a couple of things about it. By the um, way, it, this is confirm. This was confirming that they were dating. That was only a rumor before this. Right. It, it wasn't even confirmed that they were together. Continue. Because I think this is like the first time he's publicly spoken about <laughs> any of this outside of his standup. Yes. I know he's he's been like practicing uh, in in clubs again and stuff like that. But um, first of all, I I gotta say, um, w- with this timeline, there's a couple of things that jump out. Uh, mm-hmm. first of all, the, the quick turnaround time from rehab to being out again, you know, mm-hmm. I, people will tell you that that time frame does not add up as far as like, you know, the time he would have gone in to get the proper help he needed to being, you know, free of his own volition. Once again, like that seems super truncated. And he, it, it seemed like during the, during the interview, he, he, admitted to that for his first you know his first time in there 
But then the second time he went through it again, you know, even even considering the halfway house process that he went through, it seems like, again, he was in there for a, a good couple of months, you know, being generous. And then mm-hmm. once again, you know, he was kind of left into uh, Olivia Munn's care. The other thing, the other thing that really concerns me about this whole situation um, yeah. is that. You know, when when you go into rehab, they often say, like, you don't want to latch on to anybody. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get into a serious relationship too fast, you know. I think they say a year. The yeah. first year of being sober, you are supposed to be very careful about how you navigate things in your life. But the reason for that, the reason they don't want you to latch on to a serious relationship is because they don't want you to uh, associate your sobriety with this person. They don't want you to yeah. feel like this person rescued me, so I'm going to be as good as I can for them. That's a lot of pressure on not only the person, but on you. So that's already some red flags going up in this whole scenario. Oh, this is Red Flag City. This is Red Flag City. That and is even... the name of the episode. And <laughs> yeah, it is it is bad. Like Yeah. Even going back, like I and This I, is this I, is red flag six red flags. Like <laughs> Jesus six Christ. Red flags. I appreciate you going through the timeline for us because that, that brings me to another point. That timeline is complete bullshit. And I say this yes. with all due respect to the fact that he wants to respect his privacy, Olivia's privacy, his ex-wife's privacy, and not make this a scandal. I completely respect that. But it has to be said, even given the last time we talked about this on the show, what we knew then, what we saw with our own eyes happening, is not what he said happened on that interview, during that interview with Seth last night. Like, that's not what happened. I mean, why would why else would you give such a detailed timeline? It seems yeah. if not to save your own ass. Yeah, it's a it's a PR it's a PR attempt. And again, you know, I I respect the fact that he's trying to, you know, not make anybody look like the bad person here. Like he didn't he didn't trash talk his ex, which is good, you know, because I feel like she's the real victim. She was only mentioned once. He said ex wife, and then that's it. Like, yeah. I. And, I split from my ex-wife and that's it. It was weird for me to hear him say that because, you know, just we never know these people. Like I it's it sucks because you feel like a a kinship with certain celebrities sometimes, but we never really know them. You sent me a TikTok video of a young lady earlier talking about how upset she was and how disappointed she was. She had no relationship with with John Mulaney. She's a fan, you know. Oh, I know. It's a very intense thing that people are going through this. I don't feel I don't feel like one way or another, I would say overall with it. I'm just fascinated. Yeah. That's how I would describe my feeling toward all of this. Because I'm like, "Oh, you're doing it." I'm like, "Okay. All right. This is okay." So, um Oh god. So, I I'm with you. The timeline is bullshit. I think they cheated. Yeah. Um, now, whether the the baby thing is an accident or is this idea of this will help and oh, fix things. Oh, man. So um, you're and she and, and <laughs> we have to keep in mind that Olivia Munn is older mm. um, and uh, has talked about publicly in the past freezing her eggs. 
Okay. So you're Um and by the way, if anyone wants to come at me, I've read Olivia Munn's fucking memoir. Wow. So I I actually know all of this shit. Like <laughs> um I can I can say shit about Olivia Munn because I bought her book. No, well, I'm just kidding. Hey, uh, <laughs> you're just you're just citing sources. That's fine. But no, you know, I am. I'm like I've 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 also <laughs> been a defender of Olivia Munn in the past. Yes. And yes, that you have. stops now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you want to hear my completely outrageous theory about Olivia Munn in this situation, you know, knowing Ooh, that yes. I have in the past uh, basically said I'm not a fan of hers, Pie yes. in the Sky, I feel like she's a little more than obsessed with John Mulaney because yeah we have a we have documented history of this she has said for years how much she loves him yeah and how she felt disappointed that he didn't seem to return that affection at at the wedding um she was like oh no i really blew it like oh my god like this is a married man (laughs) you're like trying to okay um the fact that she got pregnant so quickly i'm hoping she's not doing that to kind of make sure he doesn't go anywhere because you reminded me of something earlier too which is the fact hmm. that um he publicly has stated that he doesn't want any children he did yeah in his in his stand-up he has said that in the past although i will say that there um that for some people having kids does change depending on who they're with some people are like oh, i could take or leave it with kids like so with the, and they're with one partner and that partner's like i do not want children and then that ends for whatever reason then they go off the next person and then bam they have kids um you know that 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 is a thing that yeah, happens it happens uh so i let you know he and he might have been joking i don't know I know that's been in his bits and stuff, yeah. jokes about him. I think he, and in the interview, I think he's scared to have a child. So okay. how much of his I don't want kids in the past has been I don't think I can handle kids. I don't think I can have kids. Yeah. Some I, of that, if he's going through therapy and getting help, you know, he can he can kind of hopefully rectify that that fear. A lot's riding on him. That's a lot of pressure on somebody uh, who has, you know, uh, addiction issues. Oh yeah, this is this is going to end badly. Like he, like I see this ending uh, one of several ways. Like so, he's he's going to relapse again. Yeah, I think he's going to relapse again, um, and then it's you know flip of the coin of whether he dies or hopefully he lives and gets help and goes through the process again. Mm-hmm. Um, and him staying with her, I think, is going to last maybe a couple years at that. I also want not longevity. Also, at the end of the video, at the very end of the video, he was talking about his mm-hmm. appreciation for his friends. He said that his friends had saved his life and that Olivia and the baby have saved me from myself. Oh boy. Oh, and I did no. not write that quote down. I did not write that quote down. I memorized it oh, because boy. the second that I heard it, I heard how I heard such a brokenhearted person. Yeah. And I just, it, it just etched in my brain. I was like, Oh, a new core memory. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, it's, and I'm like, Oh no, he is doing the exact thing they tell you not to do. And for that reason, 
I think there is another option here, which is he will just stay forever. And you know, maybe she's aware of that and picked him for that reason. This is, um, yeah, there are, there are guys like that. This is, um, he's, which, he's a Tom if Hanks. If keeps him alive, I know that sounds bad, but yeah. like, maybe, I don't know. He's kind of a Tom maybe Hanks the worst thing. figure to a lot of people. Uh, of a certain age you know he's one of those guys where it's like you know all men are trash but he's safe he's a good one and you know women like the the one we saw on tiktok who were so disappointed in him and everything i don't think that disappointment is going to last long i don't think we're going to see the world turn on john mulaney because he's a certain type of guy with a certain type of um attitude about him that allows him a certain level of privilege so, which, by the way, I'm gonna follow John Mulaney and Olivia Munn on Instagram because in person, I'm, I'm also. <laughs> I thought you. I'm going I'm, to stalk them for the benefit of no, our show. No, I'm gonna follow them now while I'm thinking of it because okay. I want to. I want to. Because here's what's gonna happen when they have that baby. Um, they're going to be showing off that kid, like, and these the girl, the women who are upset. At John Mulaney for all the situation right now are going to see him as like a family man now. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. And he's going to transform into the Seinfeld, the older Seinfeld that he has always wanted to be. Oh man. He's going to become family man Seinfeld now. Either that or Bill so, Cosby. Honestly, he's just, he's creating a new brand for himself. Yeah. I know that sounds really dark, but, um, it's but true. I don't think it necessarily has to be a bad thing. Uh, well, I, I mean, neither good nor bad in my eyes. It's just a thing. It's just he's he's going yeah. to utilize this to to reflect well on his public image. And I mean, as oh, well, yeah, he people should love babies. They, they'll do a people magazine photo shoot. Yeah. You know, that's going to fucking happen. Yeah. Them holding the baby and how happy they are. What I'm saying and how is it saved his life. He'd and be crazy that's- not to. He'd be crazy not to do that, to sit there in this filth and let the world say whatever they want about him, you know, being yeah. no good and being a cheater and all that shit. No, if he can save yeah. his public image as a human being, he's going to do that. He's going to fight for his, for his livelihood, you know? Cause, yeah. 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 And it's such a fucking complicated situation. I did see someone talking, <laughs> talking about on Twitter, how John Mulaney, his downfall, if you want to call it that, I I still would not say he has a downfall. No, absolutely okay? not. No, he hasn't um, been canceled. He but, hasn't but been. But it's Twitter. So yeah. they, so Twitter was like, his downfall shows that we have no sympathy for people with addiction issues. And look, I'm like, look, I'm I, like, um, I feel like anyone right now who's not having sympathy for him is not having sympathy for the fact that he fucking cheated on his wife. Yeah. Not the fact that he's going through drug issue. People were overwhelmingly supportive of him getting help and working through this yeah. and, you know, understanding that he has been an addict in the past and is still an addict, even though he's clean. Like, that's a part of it. And this is not unique for standups, not in the least. How many oh. standups do we know that have had multiple spouses that have had multiple run-ins with drugs where it's been like part of their, their, uh, you know, personality. I mean, look at, look at, look at Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is basically regarded as one of the best, if not the best, stand-ups of, of our, basically of our existence, right? 
Uh, yeah, of all time. Yeah, for sure. Part of part of his special was him talking about how he was freebasing and lit himself on fire to raucous applause and laughter from the audience. So yeah. if John Mulaney wants to go down that path, he's a smart dude. I'm sure he can figure out mm-hmm. how to endear himself to his fans by openly discussing drug use. He's done it before, as a matter of fact. But in hindsight, <laughs> but now, I mean, this is present. So we'll see. We shall see what happens. I don't think he's going anywhere. And he, no, I don't either. Um, and and he looked healthier. Yeah. Um, I think you can definitely see the like heaviness and and some depression on him. Mm. Like I think you can see the struggle kind of on him. Maybe I'm putting too much, like inferring too much, on him. But I, I think that that's evident. But like he looked physically much better. Yeah. You know, and they showed a picture of him from this time last year and he looked terrible, you know, like, so he's, he looks like he's in better shape. That's good. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, it, it is a mess though. It is a mess. It is a like, mess. Uh, and I, first of all, I did not necessarily believe the Olivia Munn rumors for a while. And I think we've talked about that on the show where I was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. This sucks. Like if it's true, you know, okay. I think they might cheat it. But like when I saw that baby bump and I was like, Oh no, it seems so out of character. I think it's going like, It seems so out of character for him. It not only seemed out of character for him, for his friends to come and have the intervention with him as they did. It feels like they would have warned him away from pursuing that relationship as well. I mean, the heart wants no, what the heart wants, I guess, but she was, but she was at Seth Meyers' wedding, so clearly, mm. I, I think. I mean, I could see this being a, a setup situation as well, where it's mm. like, no, we think she'd be good for you, man. I hope. Why wouldn't that be in on your mind? Like, if they view her in a positive light, like if they view her as a good person, yeah. Then not not while he was still married, but like after the fact, if we are if we are going with the idea that according to his timeline, he had split from his wife. They were in the process of getting divorced, but they were separated. He started dating when he got out of rehab. He rekindled with Olivia. I mean, sometimes people there are some people that are like immediately find someone else. Yeah, but even in a even in a perfect situation when they're not going through drug addiction, that's an unhealthy practice. Most people would say. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's not something I do. I mean, I, I and I'm not the healthiest person in the world, but like yeah. I view it as an unhealthy practice as well. I'm not saying it's but, impossible. I'm not saying that in the least bit. I'm saying that I just, just don't understand how people do it. Like yeah. I don't get over someone that easily. Right. I mean, it's I not, feel like. like I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just like, it's fascinating to me because I'm like, I do not love easily and then I do not unlove easily. Yeah. So that's wild to me. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've been in, I've been in several relationships and I've yeah. been in situations where it's like, yeah, I need to take time to myself and get through this because I'm broken. And I've been through situations where it's like, well, I was in this relationship, but it, was actually over quite some time ago. So I'm feeling better just getting that weight off my shoulders. You know, it true. I, I don't know how I would do with addiction being involved in there, but 
I don't know. I and I'm trying not to like I said, I'm trying to approach this whole thing with fascination, not with judgment, not not with too much judgment, because like we don't. I don't know. I'd be mm. very curious to hear if Amanda Teller is going to speak out again. I doubt it. I hope she's just living her best life. Yeah. Doing whatever. But Which, at you know. the time, she seemed as surprised by it as we were. Yeah. It's messy. It's mm-hmm. it's a mess. And <laughs> what a mess. It is a mess. And so that's pretty much it. That's that's all of the updates that we have. Um, I'm, I just followed them on um Instagram, in case there's any developments there, I will keep you guys informed. So, I don't think you've heard about this at all, because I feel like you would have sent it to me. Okay, what's up? If you did. We have another mess. <laughs> we have another mess, guys. <laughs> we have another Hollywood mess. Hollywood mess. Um, this time, it stars Pete Davidson. All right, we haven't had and a good Pete Davidson mess in a while. And Kaylee Kuoko. Yeah, I can never say yeah. her name without tripping over it at first, too. It feels like it's missing a consonant. It's it's Kyoko. Yeah. Uh, Kuoko. Sorry, Kuoko, not the K. So, Kaylee Kuoko and Pete Davidson are starring in a movie together. They right? are. They are. They've been filming it. And some weird shit's been going down. Okay. Yes. So we gotta we gotta get a little bit of a timeline going here. So Pete Davidson. Um, hold on one second. I gotta get the article for this. Okay. <clears throat> Pete Davidson, this modern day holder of the Kavorka, <laughs> struck once again. Yes. He needs to get that stricken from him. Before it's too late. I'm sorry, I forgot. I forgot to add this. Okay, so Pete Davidson was dating Bridgerton's Phoebe uh, Dynavor. Dynavor. Okay. (laughs) Dinosaur. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I took me a second. I'm sorry. It took me a second to find that. Um, So back in April, they started dating. um, And this is an article from August 16th where they broke up. Oh. So, and it's like, oh, it's a long distance thing. It's just not working. Mm-hmm, they broke mm-hmm. up, which, by the way, another woman that I don't understand why she's with Pete Davidson. But whatever. Cut to. <laughs> a couple days ago, uh-huh. Kaylee Cuoco announces that she is divorcing from her husband. Now, her husband, is his name is Carl Cook, and they have been married for three years. Now... Kaylee Cuoco. Wait a minute. They have the yes. same initials? Wild. Okay. Continue. Yes. Okay. Yes, they did. Um, so they they have been married for three years, but there's a really weird thing about them, and I don't know if we ever covered this on the podcast in the past. You we can have maybe let me know. Not. <laughs> okay. Well, they, for I think before COVID, they were like engaged. And then even got married, but they never lived in the same home together. I thought I saw that. How crazy yeah. is that? No, I'm sorry, not crazy. Were, How unique is that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I would not do that, but no, okay. No. Uh, 
traditionally the only in a other, marriage. The only other like famous couple that I know that did that was Mia Farrow and Woody Allen. So not a great no, not a great not example. Not a great couple to uh, to emulate. No. No. Yeah, you know Woody Allen never lived with them. That's fucking wild. Okay, so yeah. all right, I've heard of couples, mostly yes. celebrity couples, as a matter of fact, not sleeping in the same bed, not sleeping in the same bedroom. But That's not- a fucking thing that normal people do. And oh. I will just say, offhanded, yeah. no names named, but I I know people who have done that, and mm-hmm. they are not married anymore. Yeah, yeah. Now, see, yeah. on the other hand, I had a coworker and her husband, and they, they claimed uh, – not she doesn't work with me anymore, so you can't figure it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> she claimed – that it made their marriage last longer because she said she needs to sleep by herself and do the other thing, you know, when it's time. She'd like invite him over or something. But I digress. I have another celebrity example that I completely forgot about. Yeah, go ahead. They are no longer together either. (laughs) Helena Bonham Carter and um, what's his name? Oh, uh, Tim Burton. Tim Burton. They had had mansions next door to one another with an underground tunnel connecting them. I mean that checks out for that particular couple, <laughs> but I Coraline I shit. wouldn't. Yeah, I I would not. Uh, no, no. I, I that is that is not something I would like at all. Anyway, <laughs> so these two, Kaylee Cuoco and her husband, um, said that they were going in opposite directions and were ending their three years of marriage. Okay. So now. The actress is starting to remove her husband from Instagram. Ooh, it's some serious whitewashing. Yeah, yeah. So she's wiping her Instagram of him. Wow. Um, and the pictures, the only so the like the only pictures of her with like romantic like type pictures of are her and Pete Davidson on the within, set, which. Which is like, okay, yeah, they're promoting this movie, but at the same time, they've been like, apparently, the fans have been saying they've been appearing in each other's stories, they've seemed very close, and it's kind of been a little bit weird or whatever, and now she's wiping out pictures of her soon-to-be ex-husband, I guess. Yeah. Um, estranged husband, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the technical term right now would be from her Instagram. Um, so what the fuck? Like is Pete Davidson? I mean, I, I think, I really think we're going to see some paparazzi photos within the next few weeks of those two together of Pete, da- Pete Davidson and um, Kaylee Cuoco. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, I would, think that's. A, I think this is a thing. I think that this is this is it. I would hate if, like you said during that initial breakdown, if this was only to promote their movie, because that's just such garbage. You know, it's not uncommon. Again, it's not uncommon in Hollywood for uh, movie couples to appear to be couples in real life in order to promote their romantic films. You know. Oh no, I don't think that they would. I don't think they'd go through all of this to try to promote the movie. Not the divorce. I'm saying like this is. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. This may be a side effect like of the timing. You know, like she was already in in progress of doing that. Because, yeah, I'll say it. Whatever. It's a little weird that you don't live with your husband. 
That's fucking yeah. weird. I think that they were forced to move in with each other when COVID <laughs> happened, actually. <laughs> Well, I think I remember. I think I remember that story. I think it was like before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Your unique hookup relationship that she finished. Because uh, it's also yeah. worth noting that this isn't her first marriage. This is her third marriage. So she's thirty-five years old. Yeah. I just. Yeah. I'm sorry. She's got okay. A lot going on. That's all I'll say about that. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> and to connect our two stories, um, you know, it, it, over over time. Uh, Pete Davidson has come off as the adopted little brother of, um, you know, our guy. <laughs> um, uh, oh my God. I just talked, we just talked about him. John Mulaney. Pete Davidson mm-hmm. has come off as John Mulaney's adopted little brother. Uh, because Pete Davidson is a known troublemaker. He's got his own struggles with addiction and, you know, of course, uh, diving headfirst into relationships and then, Breaking down very publicly when they don't work out. Nothing, you know, harmful to anyone but himself. But it seems like he really yes. crashes hard. Uh, like when he broke up with, I believe, Ariana Grande, was it? Yes, Ariana yeah. Grande. So, And I, I also think that what's interesting is I do think that Kaylee Cuoco and Pete Davidson both give off the vibe of people that love love and really believe in love. Yeah. And will go to like really intense lengths to find that love, to curate that love, to whatever. So, you know, I'm not saying Kaylee Cuoco married her. These three marriages have been with bad intentions. Um, I think this is the case with a lot of people that do stuff like that. But at a certain point, you have to start doing some self work and, and, you know, you can, you can be a very romantic person who believes in love, but also, you know, doesn't is it reckless about things? Yeah, yeah. Um, like know when to temper your expectations about what you're getting into. Like, um, oh my god, yeah. it's it's like you almost like that like that show on Netflix. You know? Oh, I thought you were saying like me. No, no, that's why like, I clarified. Like actually, actually like me, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me, Matthew? Like this is how is you that tell where me? we're going with this? <laughs> because I will figure out if my toaster works in water, bud. Don't fucking do it to me. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The it's show the show, you. The TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot like that. Just not as violent, of course. But just very addicted to the idea of being in love to the point of just like fooling yourself into thinking that every single little thing that happens in the world is like, oh, is this fate? Is this leading me to you? Is this making me uh, more available to you? No, man. Sometimes yeah. just a fucking, you know, piece of, uh, of fuzz flying through the air is just that. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you have to tr- like and they're trying to put signs in places that it's like, no, this was never right in the first place. Mm-hmm. And you tried to make it that way. And right. that's where you go wrong. It's fine seeing a bigger thing, looking for guidance, looking for a reason for why. Like, it, it's OK as long as it doesn't lead to a, a destructive mode. Yeah. Um, to a whether that be self-destructive or destructive to others or whatever. Um. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with someone thinking, oh, this was faded or whatever. Um, unless it breaks up your fucking marriage. <laughs> then you might need to be questioned. Once again, we're allegedly, we're putting, putting shit on this. But I'm, this is, I think this is going to be a thing. I think this is going to be confirmed. Um, that's my current theory. Well, let's take Pete Davidson uh, out of the equation and, altogether. 
even if there was no yes. new guy showing up in her Instagram feed, their track, her track record, yeah, doesn't really say long term marriage. Dude, is is this guy gonna get some of that Big Bang Theory money? <laughs> because if so, good for you. Yeah, some of that Harley, <laughs> some of that. You Harley want a cash. sister? Like I'm not, I'm not into dudes, but you want a sister. I mean, you, know? you could be married to him and not have to live in the same house as him. Mm. Now you know that that's a thing. That's yeah. I was you know, gonna say he finds that acceptable, apparently. So. Exactly. I mean, true. You could be a beard and still get some of that cash if it's still, true. you know, if it's still true. legal. You go ahead and get it done. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, more mess. I. I will say a third thing that to me is a mess of a story. Okay. And I clearly everyone else on the internet did not think this was a mess. They right. thought it was sexy and amazing and oh, wonderful. I think I know where you're going. Which is the Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain moment that now, happened on the red carpet. For every story we've discussed so far, I've said, that's wild. I shouldn't say it for this one because it's a little on the nose. So I'll refrain. <laughs> but please continue. So there was a video, um, or, or it was like a, a GIF or something like that. It was Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac are in this new movie called Scenes from a Marriage. Ah. And this, oh, it is a slow motion video of Oscar Isaac. Um, <laughs> he was like, it was at the Venice Film Festival. Yes. And he was like, he, she had her arm around his shoulder, and then he just started like admiring her arm. And then, like, touching it in a, in a, like, a seductive way. And then went to, like, kiss it. And then uh -huh. she kind of, like, moved things. And everyone was like, oh, my God, this is the hottest moment I've ever seen. <laughs> like, everyone was so into it. Like, so, like, all these women were, were freaking the fuck out. And I was like, I, I watched it and I was like, if he didn't look like Oscar Isaac right. and was doing that on the red carpet. What kind of discussion would we be having right now? It'd be a very deep discussion. So let's let's say just for um just for shits and giggles, um you're in a movie with with Florence Pugh, right? And why'd you bring up Florence? Oh, anyway, continue. Oh, you'll you'll yeah. like where I'm going with this. You both are on the red carpet. Ooh. You've been filming in Venice a, a story together about being a married couple over the past three or four months together. Uh, you've been having dinner together every night because that's what the cast does. And since you're the leads, you have to set a good example for everybody and be present in the moment. You've read lines together in each other's trailers, you know, night after night. Mm -hmm. You get on the red carpet. Everyone's taking your picture, complimenting on how wonderful you look and what chemistry you have together. Like I said, that sun is setting. And then Florence leans in and kisses you on the arm. But then you both remember you're fucking married. That's the thing. They're both married. They're both married to other. They're both married to other people, and yeah. also doing this in a very public space yep. too. So his you, wife was just off camera. Oh man. Oh, she was yeah. there. There. Oh wow. Oh, she was there. Okay. And I'm like, I, I, it just looks to me, it looks bad. 
And and the reason that I think it looks bad is it, there's several layers to this. But yeah. the first one being they're both married, okay? Yeah. We all know I don't approve of that. Whatever. <laughs> Let's say that this is a consensual open marriage type situation. I think they have fucked at least once, okay? I'm okay. just throwing that out there. Okay. That's my theory. I think someone's marriage might be ending within the next year. Anyway, let's say that everything is consensual. Let's say that they both have open marriages that no one knows about. Whatever. We are have been having very difficult conversations, but very important conversations about what is appropriate to the public. They are co-stars. They are people that work together. Right. Okay. And they can talk about how much they love each other. And yes, they can put their arm around each other on the uh, the red carpet to take pictures because, hey, that's normal for actors. But to be touching your your coworker in such an intimate way, I find it kind of gross that so many women have been so upset about the way that men are acting, doing shit like this. But when it's an attractive guy... It's suddenly okay because she did not seem fully into that moment. She laughed it off later Man. on uh, on Twitter, but yeah. she kind of like stopped him in that moment. If you watch it, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like this vibe. I don't like that this was a thing that he did and that we as the public – I'm not saying cancel him or any bullshit like that. But I don't think we should approve of this and say it's the sexiest thing in the world when no. – I don't think there was consent in that moment. Well, I think I think it's I think you're right. I think um, the consent wasn't there, but I do think your earlier um, your earlier idea was correct as well that they have absolutely fucked because for Oscar Wilde yeah. to think that he had the permission, the green Oscar light, Isaac. Oscar Isaac, Jesus Christ, okay, yes. yeah. So my earlier you're joke right. didn't work either. Anyway, um, so Oscar Isaac <laughs> thought he had the green light to go ahead and and do that in that moment. That says to me he got too comfortable having full access to do that whenever he wanted for the past several months. Yes, absolutely. Was this a slip-up moment? It was a slip-up. You're in front of all of these cameras. What the fuck? See, there's a delicate so balance. This is what I'm saying. You, you, have, you have two choices here. Yeah. You have one that you are clearly fucking and you slipped up, which does not look good. And then I, I would say the worst one is that you are just inappropriately touching your co- your coworker like make your choice well see this is here. what we went through with uh, lady gaga and rocket raccoon and the star is born when they were like hooking up rocket raccoon it's yeah it's like how did that not become a thing what the fuck i mean they basically I they they basically banged on a piano right in front of us and we all just sat there and watched but that was consent. I, that moment, that, that moment to me. But that was like a performance. That was, they, you know, that was like a movie. Yeah. In that, like, they were performing at the Oscars and they were like into it. I got that. You're on stage. They were into it. Yeah. If this happened, if this happened in a skit on stage, I wouldn't think twice about it. Okay. <laughs> What? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm I'm with you. I'm listening. I just my my mind is going in fifty different directions right now because I'm thinking about Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga and how, yeah, you know that that whole thing exploded, and then the whole world just kind of like let it go once the heat died down. But the but woman, there was never there was never any official sto- there was never any 
like, yes, that moment was really intense between them, uh-huh. but it wasn't like this, I guess. I don't know. People let this go, too, though. Like, this is already yeah. kind of past. Um, well, there's more to the story, actually, because she was on um, the Today Show this morning. Oh, okay. And straight up, they were making light of it. You know, they weren't giving it any, like, serious, like, discussion at all. Just, like, complimenting her about how great it must have been for Oscar Isaac to just, you know, find her irresistible in that moment. And like you said, again, she's laughing it off, trying to just kind of play it down. Because the movie still has to come out. She's still got to make that money off the box office. And, hey, maybe her management told her, it's not a bad thing that people think that you all are banging or might have been. Hmm. Why don't we just yeah. leave it up to their imagination? So, yeah. Also, he's an incredibly popular actor who everyone thinks is sexy. And in this moment, everyone is going, and this is what fucking sucks to me, uh-huh. is everyone's going, oh, isn't that so hot? Isn't that amazing? Aren't you happy about it? Like you were saying even in that interview. So how can she say... I didn't like this. Right. That that she like it is in a it is a terrible position to be in. Yep. It's she either mm-hmm. looks like she's banging this guy and doesn't actually like it, or she is banging him and they don't look great because they're married mm-hmm. to other people. Mm-hmm. 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 So yeah, I think I think this is either a really fucked up situation or. It's a really fucked up situation. It's messy at best. <laughs> That's it. There's no yeah. There's it's no so messy. Like Either. why all of these celebrities? You know, I think this is like the COVID effect too. Like oh yeah, they're losing their minds as well. Like you that, know, like that gum commercial where everybody's just been inside for too long, so they just chew a chew a piece of gum and run outside and just start making out with anybody they can find. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. That. Not gonna lie, that's a vibe. Hey, but anyway, I mean, continue. you know, if if you're if you're free and you're open like that, knock yourself out. If you trust somebody has fresh breath, that's even better. I mean, really, that's sometimes the only stipulation that you need is good dental hygiene, good oral hygiene. True. Um, yeah. Uh. You know, that's yeah. the, <laughs> hey oral hygiene. Hey. hey. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, some messy things happening in Hollywood and in Venice. Yeah. So that's been the messy episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So now for some other news. I'm going to put this in the middle because it's kind of sad. It's very sad, actually. And I, I know. I, it, I wanna, how do we address it but not, you know? Yeah. I, I want to I wanna build this back up by the end so we leave everybody on a, on a good note, you know. Um, but we found out a couple of days ago that Michael K. Williams uh, – has passed away. Now, his name may not be immediately familiar to a lot of people, but his roles uh, are undeniable. You know, most people remember yeah, him. Yeah, you as, see him, you'll know him. You will definitely know him because this man has a gnarly scar that goes from the top of his forehead all the way down the side of his face. And he has definitely been typecast over the years. Yeah. But he's lived quite a life, too. Um, we talked about him a little bit a few episodes ago. Um, you may remember we were talking about the BET Awards and about how they, uh, they honored the passing of DMX and celebrated his life. Michael K. Williams was the person that came out and started, um, doing some of DMX's lyrics as poetry. And so oh, at, at yeah. that moment, people were like, man, you know, if they do a biopic on DMX, he could play him and stuff like that. And now oh, we're discussing shit. who's going to play him for his biopic. 
Michael K. Williams, you may better know as Omar from uh, The Wire. You may know him from Chalky uh, as Chalky White from Boardwalk Empire. Um, he he had a small role on Community for for a season, um, but even then he stole the show. Like he was doing some dramatic acting on there that completely outclassed everybody else on that show. And uh, I mean, he's just his career. Which is exactly why he was brought on. Yeah, you know, he was absolutely. brought on to be that dramatic role and do it so well because he was known for that. Right. What folks may not realize about him as well, he was a uh, he was an accomplished dancer, and uh, even um, at one point was a backup dancer for Janet Jackson during the Rhythm Nation tour. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I'm just looking at his. Well, that's just sad. You know. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Yeah. 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 So. Rest in peace, Mr. Williams, Chalky, Omar, whatever you think of him as. Yeah. And of course, we can't forget his amazing performance on uh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Um, man, I mean, just just gone too soon. Uh, and addiction is is uh, a disease. Yeah. That you know we don't. Uh, you know that hopefully that came across with Mulaney as well. We're definitely not. We were definitely all have always been supportive of him getting help. Mm-hmm. Um. And unfortunately, that can't happen with Michael K. Williams um, because we just live in a society that doesn't support people going through this. And it's horrible. Like, I mean, it's just it's such a rough situation to be in. Yeah. And I'm sorry that it, you know, that this disease took his life. Yeah. Yeah. We, um. We talked about uh, addiction a little bit, and we we briefly grazed on the idea of, you know, just going through these past couple of years. It's been so hard on a lot of folks, and there's no doubt in my mind that, um, you know, the the pandemic and having to quarantine and, you know, the uh, just the social discourse, to say the least about it, uh, going around in our world and our country has weighed heavily on a lot of people's hearts. And has driven a lot of folks to, uh, you know, turn to other means to ease their mind, to try to ease that pain. Um, and of course, you know, we always make it known that we're here if you want to talk to somebody about anything, yeah. if you want to vent. But there's also, uh, you know, helplines that we will share on our social media, uh, that you should call if you're having concerns about your well-being, if you need somebody to talk to that's, you know, a professional. Um, there was, there was also a young lady in the news this week. Um, uh, she went by the name, uh, Daphne. She was a performer, a wrestler, and she actually committed suicide at the age of 46. She died uh, by suicide. Yeah, died by suicide. And she, um, she was loved by the entire community. Everybody was a big fan of hers. Uh, she went on social media and, uh, posted a video, um, just apologizing and saying how sorry she was. And, you know, you don't have to go through this alone. I, you know, the, the thing that, that stood out to me the most, uh, because unfortunately, you know, social media is what it is. People posted the video everywhere. And in the background, you could hear the phone ringing of people trying to get in touch with her because, you know, she had been tweeting some things and saying some things and, you know, um, just open yourself up to that help, to that love, if you, if you can, and if you can't, yeah, seek it out. Yeah. Yeah. 
and we're yeah. here for you. And and remember that people are are posting their best things and everything like that, but they're going through hell. Yeah. Too. Yeah. You know. Um, if you look at like my Instagram or something like that, you might think that I'm living my best life. I am going through hell right now. Like, like I am struggling, but I'll be okay. Like, it's just one of those things you just got to deal, you know? Um, but you know, we, we can get this perception and I say that because I don't want people to think that like, oh yeah, it's easy for you to say like, you know, just ask for help or you, you know, you got all the like, no, like I do, like I go out on the weekends, do a lot of things because I, this sucks. Like, like I, my, my mental, like mental and life situation is just rough right now. Yeah. And that's, that's a reality. But, you know, I, it's important that people know that if you're comparing yourself on social media, which we all do. We have all been guilty of that. Definitely. Like that is a thing yeah. that we do. Even if you're self-aware and you don't do it anymore, like, or, or you try your best not to do it anymore, it still happens sometimes. So like, just remember that they do not have all of their shit figured out either. Everyone is just trying to, uh, well, most people are just trying to be the best version of themselves, mm-hmm. to live their best life, to do all of that. And hopefully you can find the the courage in your heart to not only be like to have like live your best life and everything like that, but to do it with honor, to do it in a way that could possibly help others or at the very least do no harm to others. Right. Um, and that can radiate, you know, some love into the world. And you know what? A big part of that. Is And this is a hard lesson that we all have to learn, but one of the best things you can do in life is to love yourself because and to learn how to love yourself. Because when you do that, it does ripple out and it affects other people. Um, It shows them the way to do it as well. And it allows you to love other people more. Yeah. You know, it's. It's it just it does make things better, but it's a process. You're right about that. It is a process and there's no shame in going to therapy. I'm glad that um, seeking out professional help has become more socially acceptable now. People talk yeah. about it a lot more freely. It, it does still have a little bit of a stigma to it. But, um, you know, whatever I you need a, to do I in the privacy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're very open about that. Lex is always very yeah. open about that. But um even if you need to do that in private, if there's, you know, you want to seek out that help, nobody has oh, yeah. to know about it. You just do what you have to do to make yourself feel better. That's, yes, that's the priority. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I choose to share the things that I share because like it is a choice that I make absolutely. and I do it to try to help others. I don't share things that I don't feel comfortable sharing. So you should feel the exact same way as you navigate your life. Right. Only right. share what makes you comfortable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm with yeah. you there. And we're all still kind of um, in our feelings about the message that was shared with us by, uh, was it Steve from Blue, from Blue's Clues? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we're all still kind of like fucked me up. Torn he's up like, about I'm proud that. of you. I'm like, why would you be? I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't do this. I have too much work to do. I I am drowning in all of this work right now. I can't. I can't, Steve. What the fuck? <laughs> one of the best reactions I saw to that video was like, you know, he goes, at one point he goes, I will always consider you one of my very best friends or something like that. And mm-hmm. uh, some chick just retweeted it. She was like, did I just get friend zoned by Steve from Blue Scoots? <laughs> 
Like, damn, I can't give it away. <laughs> like, yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> um, his, I just want to quickly ask about that. Was he ill or anything like that? Because he was wearing a hat. No, it's um, he's he, didn't, he, he was he always didn't balding. Problems. Like, if you look at the if you look at the later episodes of Blues Clues, the okay. clips they've been showing over the past couple of days. He was definitely combing it over. It so wasn't at one that. Point, it was like the fact that he was wearing a hat and it was kind of an eyebrows situation that made uh, me wonder if he was ill in yeah. some way. But I'm glad he's not. I'm glad he's healthy. No, like they've they've had little reunion skits over the past couple of years and it seems like he's doing fine. It's just he's bald now. And I think what they're trying to do is like kind of keep the mystique of him still looking the same so they'll have him in a hat you know yeah it makes him look more childish yeah like exactly the way that he should for that role so i yeah (laughs) i I get that as well but i did i did have a second where i was like oh his eyebrows are like he doesn't really have eyebrows i hope he's okay like i had that that moment with him yeah 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 i guess i could see that like maybe at best is like alopecia or something you know you never know Okay, well, I'm glad Steve from Blue's Clues is making us all really fucked up and in our feels. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we got through this. We got through the sad speed bump. Let's go back to making fun of celebrities, as we yes. do. So um, I sent this to you earlier today, and I basically said to you, and I still feel this way from the bottom of my heart: this season of Dancing with the Stars, the cast is made up completely of villains. It's the House of Villains. My hero, my villain academia. That's what's going on here. Because the entire cast is just ne'er-do-wells, fuckaboos, fuckaboo bonsais, bitches, snitches, whatever you want to call them. Everybody. Bitches, snitches. <laughs> this is the 30th season? Holy shit. Why <laughs> well, is this show still on? You know, they double up. Like, I know it seems oh, like do. a huge number, but I think they do two seasons a year. Kind of like okay, um, The Voice, sense. you know. So, Ugh. let's go down the list. <laughs> Okay, let me see if I recognize names. Okay, Dancing with the Stars has filled its ballroom with stars, according to USA Today, usatoday.com. <clears throat> and stars I in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Social media influencer Olivia Jade. Uh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Okay, all right. Well, folks may recognize her as the daughter of Lori Laughlin. Yes, that oh, daughter. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Okay. We also have Bachelor Matt James, who I never watched The Bachelor, so neither have I. And I feel like it's just, hey, we're both on ABC. Why don't you come do this? Is that the guy that's like gay? Maybe. Now? And then he was like, he was like a, but like he was like a real asshole about it or something. I don't know. Everyone was like, uh, I don't really want to celebrate this one. <laughs> oh no, I think it's a different bachelor because I. I okay. clicked on the link and it says this guy's back with uh, the woman he chose from the show. So. Oh, okay, never mind. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the talk co-host Amanda Klutz. Yay! This is the only one that I I like. <laughs> okay. I love I love Amanda Klutz. You had to remind me who she was. I didn't know like offhand, but she's had a she's had a difficult year to say the least, and I'm glad she's you know doing something fun. So that's good for her. Yes, I want this. I want her to. 
have a really great time doing this okay. for sure. So, she's, so I'm I'm happy for her. She's the exception that that proves the rule. She's not a villain. She's she's good people. Okay. Uh, she's good people. WWE superstar Mike the Miz Mizanin. Oh Jesus. Folks may also recognize him from his countless appearances on MTV because he was on the Real World many many years ago. I know this guy from you not shutting the fuck up about wrestling. Oh god. So, yeah. That's yeah. that's you can't blame this one on me because I hate the motherfucker too. Like I'm not a fan of his. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I don't know. I just I recognize the name Ooh. for sure. Yeah. He's um. He's he's weird. I don't I'm not a fan. Um so he's on there. Who else we got? We got USA Star Gymnast Sanisa Lee, YouTuber Jojo Siwa. That's a big one. That is a big one. And she's going yeah. to be the first participant to be able to dance uh with a with a same sex participant with a same sex partner uh on the what? show. Yeah. They've never had same sex partners never, on the show? Never. This is the first what time. The f- 30 seasons and they've never had same-sex dancers. Wow. That's right. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. We have, continuing the list, Beverly Hills 902, uh, 902, 10 alum, Brian Austin Green. Okay. Yep. Real Housewives of Atlanta star, Kenya Moore. I don't know that. I don't know who they are. Cobra Kai actor Martin Cove. You may know him as Crease from Karate Kid. Yeah, the bad guy. Uh, Dirty Dancing and the Office actress Melora Hardin. <laughs> That's right. Jan Levinson is going to be on this season of that Dancing with the Stars. is... Wait, Dirty Dancing? I guess. I didn't know oh she was... Oh, my God. Was that bad remake? Maybe. They don't... Mm-mm. Well, they didn't say no. specifically Havana Nights, so I don't know. First of all, I will not have Havana Night slander on this. <laughs> I will not. Wait, that's not the that's not the remake. There was another one. Havana Nights was not a remake. That Havana was a sequel. Nights was a, a sexy and sultry Cuban based <laughs> <laughs> sequel to Dirty Dancing. I did not give you consent to say sexy and sultry. I wait. I saw this movie in theaters, y'all. I saw it. I, I was obsessed with Dirty Dancing. Okay. I was so excited for for Havana Nights. Um, <laughs> they were trying to do basically what Step Up was doing with like all this in that time, but like bring back Dirty Dancing, but make it completely separate. Mm-hmm. And there is a scene where the actress in Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, the baby of their story, goes in and sees a dancer, and he gives her some little bit of advice. And then she leaves him, and that man was Patrick Swayze before he passed away. Aww. Yes, Patrick Swayze makes a cameo in Dirty Dancing Havana Nights. And you know what? That movie is good. It's fucking good. Okay. And it's also based on a true story, just like the original one was based on a true story. So I want to say, and then we'll move on from the Havana Nights, I want to say... <laughs> It's it's um it's got a storied history as far as the production is concerned. Like there was some like, uh, we'll talk about it off the, off the air. I don't know. Wait for Havana Nights. Yeah, I thought there was some like kerfuffle going on with the production. Like I know the original, 
like Patrick Swayze got hurt and stuff like that. And there was yeah, a whole yeah, thing yeah. about that. But no, I, I thought this was like caught in production hell for years or something or the script got thrown out last minute. Oh, I believe that. I yeah. believe all of it. I still fucking loved it. <laughs> I still like that shit up as a kid. I didn't love it as much as the original, but I was like, oh, my God, I'm, a, I'm on this. It's this true. Great. All of it. Um, OK, uh, <laughs> moving on. Brooklyn Nets basketball star Iman Shumpert. Don't know who that is. Spice Girls star Melanie C. Sporty Spice. That's right. Oh, nice. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Country singer. Also villainous, depending on who you ask. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Country singer Jimmy Allen. Now, funny enough, I was just introduced to Jimmy Allen today on an episode of Celebrity Family Feud. He's a charming individual. I think he's going to do well on him. TV personality Christian Chu. Don't know her. And saving the best for last, Peloton instructor and influencer Cody Rigsby. No fucking idea who that is. The guy that yells about weird things on Peloton? Is is this a known person? You know this Cody Rigsby guy? I have seen clips of this dude. He comes up with weird shit and jokes to say during Peloton classes. Ah, okay. So he went in the business. Why is this? I don't. I I would never. I would never know his name, but yeah. like he's a TikTok guy. Okay, all right. Uh, well, apparently he's a star yeah. enough to be on Dancing with the Stars because the bar is so low now. Um, yeah. So that's your. That's I mean, your thirty forecast. seasons. Yeah. Jesus. And is he is he having a same sex partner? I don't no. Know. Okay. I Whatever. don't know. Maybe. Um, Homophobic shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. You can't what? just mumble that and go on about your business. What do you mean? <laughs> 30 seasons of not allowing or not having oh, same-sex oh, partners? Oh, I get you now. I, I see what you were well, saying. Geez, I thought you were asking. Okay, I got you now. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that, like, okay, anyway, never mind. Yes. yes. They, they have had gay people on that show. They have. Uh, <laughs> never mind. They have. <laughs> Oh, and if if we're wondering who Christine 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 Chu is, apparently she's married to a very successful plastic surgeon, Dr. Gabriel Chu, and that's why she's famous. Cool. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say about that. So Dancing with the Stars is happening. Um, you know, Dee wanted me to bring up that it seems like celebrity family feud is doing a better job of getting celebrities and dancing with the stars these days because on the yeah four episodes we watched today we saw um donald Faison. we saw of course uh what's his name turk jd that guy zach braff zach braff we saw zach yeah. braff uh <laughs> we saw um just a ton of people a ton of celebrities a ton of like actual good names you know but family family feud is a like they watch that as kids. Yeah. You know? So there's a sentimental thing of like they're not gonna really turn that down unless they don't have time to do it. That's true. You need to a watch lot, that episode with uh with uh <laughs> Turkey and J D because fuck yeah. when the theme song came on and they're standing behind the podium, they start dancing like they're in like a black church. And it's <laughs> so fucking funny. <laughs> because it's on brand. It looks like it was just pulled out of an episode of Scrubs. Oh, um, what's his name was on there too? Uh, the creator, Bill, uh, Bill Lawrence. Bill Lawrence was there. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> like they just no, got... it, it's just, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. 
Like, I, I, I think that's why they can pull in people because it's got that sentimental thing going mm. on. Yeah. You know, and your parents would like it. Or, you know, something, you know, something like that. There, there's reasons for why I think they could pull in people on a show like Family Feud with more ease than in Dancing with the Stars. Well, after 30 seasons, you know, there are people that reflect fondly upon Dancing with the Stars now, too. No, there there are. But like, that's not the same as like I was homesick and I watched <laughs> this and it gives me that that feeling. You that's know, true. yeah, yeah. Like, I feel that way about The Nanny. Like, I remember being staying at home, being sick, and watching The Nanny on reruns. Has and Fran so, like, Drescher been on Dancing with the Stars? I don't, you know, I think that she was probably asked, and I think she said no. Oh, funny. Okay, you know what? It's so I weird really that we came to this. I really do think Fran Drescher is pretty protective of her brand because her brand, her quote-unquote brand, is associated with her cancer foundation. That is, she has melded the two together. Um, so, w- because Cancer Schmancer is like such a, like that is her, her life's passion now. So check um, this out. I think that she's very mindful of what she does. I have an official statement here about that um according to heavy.com season 30 of abc's dancing with the stars begins airing on monday september 20th that means the cast of the show is set to be announced within the next month and we know now and Uh some celebrities have been able to reveal that they were approached by the show fran drescher the nanny actress told Uh extra that she was approached by the show though she has chosen not to move forward with the opportunity yes they did ask me but i'm way too busy and clumsy she told extra Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think she would be wonderful on it, and I would actually watch it if Fran Drescher was on there. But she, like I said, her her passion right now is really in her foundation and in the work that she's doing in that sense. So like I, I think yeah, I think she is too busy. Like I think she oh, is. It would have been a lot worse, apparently. Oh no. <laughs> of the villains that we mentioned on that list, they could have also included. Well, Leanne Rimes is fine. Country singer Leanne Rimes was also Leanne Rimes is not fine. No? No. What's wrong with Leanne Rimes? Oh, no, Matt. <laughs> you don't know about Leanne Rimes and Eddie Cibrian? I don't. What did Leanne Rimes do? Leanne Rimes... Oh, my God. Leanne Rimes straight up stole eddie cibrian from his wife what and she was married at the same time oh no she pulled a kaylee kuoko wait she was kind of i don't know allegedly we don't know (laughs) leanne rhymes was married to a guy um i don't remember his name uh he was like a dancer or something like that and this oh my god this was like this was like hot goss <laughs> in, <laughs> in uh in the mid 2000s oh, yeah. she was married to someone else eddie cibrian was married to i think another actress i want to say okay and yeah they it was like a huge affair it completely blew up eddie cibrian and leanne rhymes are still married now but like the rumor is is that she they got married shortly after, like Eddie Cibrian and, and Leah Rimes got married shortly after, and they've been married since, but like the rumor is, is that she is like very controlling and watching him like a hawk all the time, which why wouldn't you? Because you, know. you guys, you guys both went, stepped outside your marriage once yeah, before. You know how but he I, is. So 
Okay, first of all, I want to say Eddie Cibrian sounds like an exercise machine. That's the first thing I want to say. And also, let's not let's not pretend that Eddie Cibrian's not a fucking villain in this too. Oh no, no, yeah. I mean, you know, they're both they're both they were both married. They were both married. So okay, um, going back though, yeah. I mean, fuck them. But that that's but hilarious back. to me. You're like, oh no, Leanne Rhymes is fine, and <laughs> like, I'm like, really oh never... that. No, Look. there's a theme to this episode. You pulled the exact name out of the hat that I was like, are you? Are we ready? Let's fucking go. Let's Three things go. working against me knowing that right now. One, I didn't know you back then. Two, <laughs> Leanne Rhymes is a country singer. I don't fuck with country usually. Number three. It's entertainment news. I was playing video games. I don't know. Give me a fucking break. No, it's true. I you were playing video games. I was also playing video games, but I didn't have friends either, and I was in high school, so I just followed celebrity news. I was being abused by uh, abusive brokers at my day job. Probably, I wasn't even gaming. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah. I want to get sad. Uh, Leon Rhymes sucks. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> she was on the Mass Singer. Apparently, that's funny. Uh, they also approached Megan McCain. Yeah, full villains. Jesus. Full villains. What the fuck? I, I mean. <laughs> House of Villains, just like that episode of House of Mouse. Um, Hilaria Baldwin they, they was got, approached. They got Amanda Klutz, who is better. So yeah. and, and already hosts The View as well. So. <laughs> I kind of jumped on, on over, but yeah, they got Hilaria Baldwin. Oh, they, they wanted Hilaria Baldwin. I'm sorry. The producers did. Uh, I was going to say, uh, fucking what? Yeah, yeah. What? But they they got know. Hilaria Baldwin? <laughs> well, she's too busy raising 15 children. Um, What else? Yeah. They reportedly looked at casting ex-White House advisor Donald Trump, former campaign manager Kellyanne Conway. They were just trolling oh us this season. That's what they, 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 will, they will take anyone on that show. I mean, if I'm the Miz... And thank Guys, God I'm not. Should I go on Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Everyone's like, please no, for oh. the health of everyone involved, please do not do that to anyone. <laughs> oh no. Including yourself. Oh no. You will fall and hurt yourself. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Dancing with the stars. <laughs> yeah. God, this week. Lots of news. That was crazy. That was crazy. Um, I guess in later news, I watched the Cruella movie, and I don't really know who that was for, but it happened. <laughs> I've seen the first f- few minutes of that movie where, okay. like, the Dalmatians push her mom down <laughs> down, <laughs> down a cliff, and I watched that clip. And I had to watch it a couple of times because I didn't understand what the fuck was happening. I was like, okay, wait. So you are justifying yeah. the fact that this woman wants to kill a bunch of puppies I, by having a bunch of puppies kill her mother? I was screaming at the television like, are you really sitting here, Disney, trying to vilify Dalmatians, these wonderful animals who only act as they're trained? It's not their they- fault. They killed her, and then Corella, her vengeance is rightful, apparently. Oh. 
Thankfully, that they, clip is gold. They try oh to, my god! They try to go back and rectify that later on, but by that point, I imagine somebody walked out of the fucking movie because it is just ridiculous. Dude, it's, I fucking can't with these. Be- oh my god! It's two or three movies in one because the first part of the movie, before they even get to that part, well, no, I should say afterwards. After they get through that aspect, it becomes like <laughs> kind of a little orphan Annie situation, and you know. Uh, yeah. She makes friends and, you know, they, they have each other's backs. But then, then it turns into fucking, um, oh my God, it, it just turns into Devil Wears Prada after that. Which, if it was just Devil Wears Prada, if they didn't do any of that beginning shit, <laughs> yeah. I might be more interested in it. Right. Because, here we I are. just, I don't know, it'd be interesting to see Emma Stone in that situation. But, yeah, was it a musical? No. <laughs> not at all that's a fucking shame too because she's got such a great voice but i tell you what they paid some serious dough for that uh for that soundtrack they were pulling stuff from like the rolling stones and the beatles and everything just trying Jesus. to set that period and i'm like man they really just shelled out a lot of cash for this cruella movie of all things well they're making a second one so yeah. it must have done well enough i guess so i guess so yeah i've never watched it or i haven't watched it i probably never will watch it it's it's there if you're curious it's there i yeah. just i would catch up on what if first because that's that's some wild I, shit i was gonna say there's plenty of other things i'd rather watch yeah <laughs> i don't know what maybe <laughs> check it out i'm like all right let me see how bad this is it's pretty bad yeah, I haven't been able to focus on anything. I need to, I, I'm not even caught up on Ted Lasso. Oh, man, yeah. I'm like two episodes behind. Okay, that, I think. okay. Yeah, you well, know, that includes this week's, I think. That's so. that's something that you should do, I'll say. I mean, yes, I, I need to. Yeah. I, it's not like I'm, I don't want to watch it, but it's just been hard to focus mm-hmm. so much mm-hmm. stuff. But anyway, yeah, that's on the top of my list. Yeah. Well, speaking of lists, that's everything we've got on ours for this week. Yep, that'd be it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have I do have something to promote. Cool. Um, we did the we decided to do something a little different. We had the listeners vote. Um, so we split the season of Capeside Chats in half. Okay. So Simon watched the first twelve episodes, and we did season three, part one, which is available now. Um, it's available on the Mighty Ravens feed, um, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's also available on Simon's YouTube page. So, um, and he's at Simon Podcasts. So you can go listen to that now, season three, part one, and then we will get into the second part. It's just a little bit easier to cover half a season. Like, you know, when you're talking about these older shows that are network shows, there's like 22 episodes a season. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to talk about that in one episode. So we just split it in half, and it seems to be working pretty well. So that's available now. Go listen. Yeah. I don't have anything necessarily direct to uh, promote this week. I would uh, encourage folks to go and listen to the most recent episode of Ask Party Chat or the Party Chat. But I am not on this episode, but uh, my wonderful colleagues are, and I think you will enjoy it as I have as well. Uh, I will be reading a story on the upcoming episode uh, of Uncanny Magazine's podcast, so keep an eye and ear out for that. And, of course, many things to happen in the near future. I have irons and fires. Ha-ha. Yes. Yeah. 
that's awesome. I'm yeah. excited for you. Yeah, um, just, I'm I'm not on any of them, but um, Be Your Scary Best just finished doing uh, our friends at Be Your Scary Best just finished doing all like the Friday the Thirteenth movies mm. last month. Okay. Um, and then now they they just put out a new episode this week, so they're they're doing a new theme. They're kind of just doing theme months. It's really fun. I love yeah. that show. So go listen to that too, guys. I'm not on it. I just enjoyed talking. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you know, the, uh, the, the question that comes up quite often is what are the boys going to do once they reach the end of the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series? It's happening, y'all. They're getting close. They're on the last disc. So tune in and listen along. And I'm looking forward to see what happens next. Yeah, but don't they have a bunch of other shit they have to cover? I mean, they kind of do, but I'm I'm curious what they what direction they're gonna go. Are they gonna go with the Nickelodeon series? Are they gonna go with the Fox series? What's next? True. <clears throat> I'm sure they know, but they haven't told me. Mm. Bastards. <laughs> I see them all the time. They still won't tell me. Fuck you guys. <laughs> they probably know you don't want to hear about turtle bullshit unless that's you're on the true. Show. <laughs> I will. I will absolutely tune them out. So it's the same way that you talk about wrestling is then talking about turtle shit. And I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking care. What are you talking about? There you go. Just like I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Gary best to review the uh, upcoming uh, Netflix movie starring the undertaker and the new day when they're trapped in the undertaker's haunted mansion in time for Halloween. Oh Jesus. And it's one of those bullshit choose your own adventure Netflix movies too, so it's gonna be extra fun. Oh no! <laughs> oh god! This is a complete side note. But speaking of scary things, that this it wasn't scary. I just we just loved it. I don't think I think this was like maybe your brother watched it, but do you remember the McDonald's Halloween special that no. they had on like VHS or whatever? Kinda. Guys, I remember them having. And they had a. Hmm. Was it a cartoon? A couple of like, yes, it was a cartoon. It was like the Ronald McDonald Adventures, or I don't know, something like that. Guys, do you guys remember this? Because the Halloween one was the best one. Hmm. We all knew that. We all knew the Halloween one was the best one. <laughs> I'm curious if anyone else remembers these. Did I just unlock a memory for you guys? <laughs> Tell us. Let us know at Lex and Matt on the socials. What's great was I remember. Getting a, a VHS from McDonald's at one point. I don't know if it was the yes. McDonald's Land Adventures or whatever, but it was something. But the best thing about it was, is that VHS tape always smelled like French fries. It never went oh, away. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember my cousins and I watching that a lot. This special, one of the specials. There were a couple of them, but like the Halloween one was the best episode because they went to like a haunted mansion or something like that. Ooh. It was really good. Okay. Okay. Anyway. If anyone remembers this, let me know. I'm sure somebody will tell us in the Discord. If you want to be one of those people in the Discord who calls us out, you know what to do. Yes. Go over to patreon.com slash Lex and Matt. Sign up for our Patreon. We've got stuff to give you. Secret episodes. Secret Discord. Don't tell anybody else, even though I just broadcasted it on our podcast. <laughs> Merchandise. Merchandise. We got that, too. Yeah, but- Follow us on the socials. But yeah, the Discord is like the best part of our Patreon. I'm not going to lie. And you get it with whatever tier. Every single tier, yep. you get the Discord access. And we and if you stop, we don't kick you out. Like, just be cool and let yourself get charged once. And if you got to cancel it, you got to cancel it. Yeah, but yeah, we, you, we don't kick people out. Like, shit happens. <laughs> in these trying Life. times, we understand. Yeah, 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 we get it. Yeah. We're like, hey, if you want to throw us a couple bucks, you get in our Discord, you're in it for life. For you're life. 
You're in it to win it. Yeah. <laughs> right on. You can follow us on the social media. Is that Lex and Matt? Uh, follow us on TikTok at Lex and Matt Pod. Um, you can follow me at Mighty oh. Mighty Ain't Matt. Is that the one? Yeah. Is that your TikTok? I, no. No, that's oh. just my that's my Twitter name. Mighty Ain't Matt. Yes, follow me there. Yeah, follow me on TikTok. Period. Lexcellent. That is mm-hmm. my TikTok handle. One of my videos is at like twenty seven thousand views now. I don't understand what's happening. Go find out which one. Yeah, there's only one that's done numbers, so <laughs> you'll find it quick. <laughs> but yeah, that subscribe to uh, our podcast, rate, review, and subscribe always helps us. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your hoes. <laughs> tell, tell. <laughs> tell your bros. Tell your hoes. Tell your bros. Tell your hoes. Yeah. Wow. Okay. On that note, I'm Matt Peters. <laughs> <laughs> Be excellent to each other. <laughs> <laughs>